It's like this underneath the desk, and it's uh, got things so it like holds from the top. Sorry about everyone listening right now, but it holds from the top, and then you put your cables on it. But it's crap, so it's going in the bin. But you could. I'm having for the fourteenth millionth time a redo of. Oh my god. I'm having for the fourteenth millionth time a redo of my office. A redo of the redo of the redo. A redo of the redo of the redo. Redo the redo. Yes, um, it's very warm here this evening and the window is open, so there will be some potential bird noise or maybe screaming children or barking dogs. Sometimes all three. Sometimes all three at once. All at the same time. All at the same time. But what if you looked outside and you saw the bird barking, the dog crying and the child making bird noises? Oh my God. That's not good, is it? Don't want that kind of shit, my love. Either that or... You've got something in your AC unit that you're not telling me. Yeah, There'll be a THC in the vents. Droopy, droopy, droopy. No. The cold comes from magic. So if you was to try and THC hotbox a room with an AC, you're not hotboxing it. Would it be cold boxing? I don't know. Depends if you had the AC on or just the fan. But, and you can just... Oh, I thought it was kind of arctic or nothing with this thing. No, no, no. It's got a fan mode. And the fan mode is interesting because it fans also out of the tube. So you can put the tube wherever you like and it fans. That's gross noise in my headphones. Please do not do that. <laughs> it's like a really shit accordion. No, no, no. No, no. Well done. Put it down. Stop playing. So... Yes. I'm also a bit tired tonight, so I might be a little bit sluggish. I'm sorry I didn't have my afternoon nap. Oh, no. I know. The struggle. Terrible. You can't make that conscience anymore because you're no longer a teacher. No, because I screwed up my sleep pattern. I'm not allowed to nap during the day now. Oh, no. Because oh, <laughs> I nap during the day. And no. I automatically then think it's way later than it actually is. Oh, my God. So I'm now forbode. Forbode. I am forbode to nap. No forbode. longer. Forbode. Do you mean forbidden? No, I thought forebode sound fancier. <laughs> I don't know if it works, but hang on. Is forebode forebode's a word, right? Forebode, yeah, but I don't oh. know if it's. I don't know. I don't know what tense or what the correct usage is. Forebode is it past tense? To have an inward conviction of something such as coming ill or misfortune. Oh. Okay, so the meaning is completely in his wrong. Face, not quick to forebode evil. But unavoidable conscious, unavoidably conscious that the state of fam- what the what an example. So actually, nothing to do with forbidden. No, so yeah, forebode is not a tense of forbidden. It's <laughs> Wonderful. F- it's forbid. Okay, well there we go. You learned. I every day is a school Good day. day. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I think that plant's fully dead. I've just looked up. That is a gone. Oh uh, well, some of it's green. Yeah. It's it's not doing too great. I, I seem to be killing everything at the moment. Everything seems to be dying. That's worrying considering I'm sat in the room with you. Please yeah, don't let me. I'm sorry. I have water, so at least I won't in, die. <laughs> it won't be intentional, I promise. That's a lie. No, it won't be intentional. No. Do you reckon? I reckon you've got the capacity to murder me. Oh, God, no. I feel like if I, if I just tipped you over the edge enough. Oh, no. Definitely not. 
it'd be like you, like you strangling me and bashing my head on the floor and being like, "I love you dearly, but stop being a dick." <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have many friends left. I can't be dealing with getting <laughs> rid of the few I do have. But think of all the friends you'd make in prison. Oh no, definitely <laughs> not for me. No, no, no. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Do you want to do the intro tonight? Oh, is this because you're slightly <laughs> off kilter? No, I think it's just because I had this realization the other day. I was like. It kind of... I just do it. Jesus just takes the wheel just, and... Jesus takes the wheel and it comes out my mouth. But maybe it's time to mix it up a little bit. So do you want to do the intro today? Ooh. And I can be like a guest. You're, oh, okay. Yeah, so because I, you're doing everything tonight. I've, I've, I'm, I, I'm taking the wheel. I've slapped Jesus on the back of the hand. Goodbye, Jesus. I'm like, no, Jose. Now you. Oh, Jesus. No. Jesus. I take the wheel. Yes, the wheel is yours. Dos wheelie. That has two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You need to get on Duolingo. I do, but I can't decide whether I want to learn German or Japanese. German or Japanese? Yeah, because German's kind of the the core language that once you learn, the rest of them can fall into place. And just yeah. Japanese just means I don't have to have subtitles on anime anymore because I'm a slow reader. Oh my word! I think you're a genius. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, we'll see. Oh my god, I feel like we're so both so sluggish today. We need to like perk the fuck up a little bit. Well, uh, uh, right. So, <laughs> hello everybody, and welcome to Insult Plot. Oh fuck! He fucked it. I'm sorry. Did anybody else just hear that? I went in with balls out, 110 percent confidence, <laughs> and I fell. At- Not. I didn't even get to the first hurdle. The gun went. I left the start line, and I fell over my own fucking laces. Did you hear how much you just fucked it up just then? Oh, yeah. Hang on. Insot plot here, Insot please. Plot, plot, plot. Insot plot, plot. <clears throat> we haven't even started the podcast yet, please. The podcast? Oh, no. no. <laughs> the curse is prevalent with both of us. Oh, no. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insert Plot Here, a podcast where we dive deeply into the really bad ways of right Ah, oh, fucked it again. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> do, you, do you, I mean, I would say, do you want me to take over? But now you've done that. The yeah. curse is like, I'll give it do a you go. reckon? Welcome to the dumpster fire. You guys are used to the Welcome drill. You know what's coming. You know what's fire. to be expected. Well, you say that, but the only person who listens to the podcast is sat in my living room at the moment, reading smutty novels, I'm going to guess, on a little Kindle. No, it's usually murder. Oh, murder. Murder mm. with a side of sex or sex then murder? No, the first one. Oh, murder with a side of sex. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because that's all. That's. <laughs> that's from, it. <laughs> I imagine Amy only having like. Two sides. Dark romance novels <laughs> on her Kindle. <laughs> it's just, it's just like. Two Face from Batman flicks the coin, it's either murder or sexy time. That's why she's got a Kindle, because she doesn't want to like go out in public reading a book with like a woman in lingerie on the front cover, so she keeps it on a Kindle. <laughs> also holding like, a knife. She's like reading on the train. Everyone thinks she's like, oh, reading the Financial Times or whatever. <laughs> like, No, she's reading like vampire porn. Yeah, but to the extent of actually having printed the outside sheets of, of an actual the book. Financial Times, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's actually just murder. Mm, just murder. And then boobies at the end. Murder, then boobies. Yeah. Murder, then chips. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Not this again. Murderous chips. Um, yes, so do you want to try that intro again, sir? <clears throat> yeah, like, I'm just going... Do it. Just straight to just the point. Speak well, from Welcome back to Insert Plot here. It's a real fucking dumpster fire. We're pretending to be professionals. We're certainly not. But, you know... Semi-professionals. It's fun. 
it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, said no one's stuck in flight delays or because of train strikes or anything else, but we're all here for a good time, not a long time, right? And that is very true. Philosophy with Jake. Mm. Yeah, new segment, Philosophy with Jake. Oh my God. <laughs> Yay, let's do it. We've got like a plethora of different podcasts. But what if it was like now? Philosophy from the bathtub where I have to have a pre-recorded, like instead of shower thoughts, it's bathtub thoughts. Bathtub thoughts. And it's just me sat there usually watching something on the iPad or listening Take to D&D. Take a soothing soak with Jake yeah. and discover your inner peace. And it would just be a really echoey, really bad quality recording cut of me taking a sip of, of a beer in the bath and then just going aren't names just sounds it's true you know we and then just uh, cut back aggressively like we didn't actually have anything to do with the editing yeah yeah that's true and the, like the soft flicker of a candle in the background i feel like that's quite soothing yeah um, do candles make noises yeah well if you've got one of them woodwick ones they go oh freaky. i love those oh no they're freaky hannah bought a load with her when she lived here and it was just like oh it sounds like my house is gonna burn down yeah but it's it's, it's that little bit in the background that just reminds you that you're alive yeah that's true that's true actually i like that idea anyway we are nearly 10 minutes in we've barely done an introduction so yes I'm I'm not I'm not swinging at it again. <laughs> this evening, uh, Jake has prepared both segments <clears throat> of the podcast, mm-hmm. so you don't have to hear anything poor from me. I just have to sit back. Oh, but this is the thing because they are both originating from myself. Oh, there's going to be work. All the involved. expectation is now for you to use that grey matter, you know, work those wrinkles, uh-huh. and get the brain going and yeah. see if you can figure out. There are no wrinkles on my brain. It's just or smooth. smooth. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Like a balloon. Yep, like a balloon. Yep. So, yeah. Do you <coughs> no, want to I was introduce... more surprised that noise came out of my mouth. I was looking around at the screen <laughs> thinking, did they actually pick it up? Did you uh, Did you want to introduce the first segment this evening? I feel I like do. you're going to do... I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna sit back and you're, you're going to do everything gonna... today. I feel okay, like that's right. Well, like I said, this I let the side down. I was going to bring anonymous instrument and I was going to jam out for a little intro song. Well, if you hadn't noticed, there's now a saxophone on my wall. So, if you want to take a whack at the sax... No, you can't because I don't have any reeds with me. Sit down. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. No, there's... It, Jake, it's not... You're going to have to blow a massive raspberry into the top of it. And even then, it's not going to sound like a saxophone. That's what you think. Oh, no. I am no. a classically trained instrumentalist. <laughs> I don't think you are, buddy. Right, so that's that one. That's, there are so many moving buttons on this. Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Come and sit back down, please. Yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> and now we've just got like two minutes of the podcast where you are, don't How does this go back? don't drop that. No, I'm not. Does it? No. Like that. Yep. Yeah. Like that. Yep. Yeah. Like that. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's fine. That hangs ominously. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to take it off when Maddie moves in. But yeah, that was uh, that was my intro song. It was <laughs> wonderful. I love it. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. I've I've found an ocarina. What's an ocarina? You know, um, I mean, I was going to reference Zelda, but I've never really played Zelda, so I don't... Oh, the little yeah. instrument. The little... It's like a porcelain clam thing. Oh, <laughs> they have those in... Amer- they have those in Animal Crossing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were ocarina. Mm-hmm. Emma gave me one as a gift. So you in have animal- an ocarina? No, oh. in Animal Crossing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, either that or the steel drums, but... Oh, yeah, the steel drums. Tiny, tiny steel drum. Don't do it. God damn it. Right. (laughs) 
What are we doing? We're doing Don't Quote Me On It. Uh, the yeah. segment where I'll either give you a quote from a film and you've got to try and work out what it is. Or the slightly better format, which I think is going relatively well, is where I give you a commonly known quote, which should be fairly easy. But you've then got to tell me what's wrong. But knowing me, it's never easy. I don't know whether it's because of you it's never easy or because I set the bar high. It's definitely because of me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, there we go. I will take that. I will take a hit. Watch films. <laughs> Watch films. Yeah, as Emma frequently tells me. New merch. You Thank cannot you. run a film podcast without watching any movies, Matthew. Watch. She's totally right, as Watch. always. Films. A mother's wisdom is never beaten. There was something on that saxophone. That's... Oh, is it the big spider? Well, it's <laughs> judging by the smear on the side of my hand, oh, if it, it isn't a spider, spider, it's dead. Okay. Well, I might have eaten it by accident. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. It was an old lady that did that. Don't quote me on it. So, <clears throat> you're a little creepy sometimes. You know that. Brilliant, but creepy. Oh, <gasps> uh, <laughs> shit. I might... <laughs> Oh, it's not creepy. No. No, it's you not creepy. You found the fault. I found the fault. Um, you're a little crazy sometimes. Brilliant, but crazy. Is it brilliant? I don't know. So the, the word creepy... You creepy the nail is on the, the wrong. Right, creepy okay. is the misplaced Okay, word. cool. You're a little... Uh, crazy? No. Scary? Yeah. Is it serenity? No. Ooh. You're a little scary sometimes. Brilliant, but scary. Is it animated? Uh, no. Okay. Is I mean, there's TV? elements of CGI in is it. Is it a but TV series? No, film. It's a film. Sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Mm. Murder. Judging by the fact that we've had this debacle of what fits in sci-fi, oh, I would fantasy? say no. Yeah, it's okay. more fantasy than sci-fi. You're a little scary sometimes. Brilliant. But scary. Oh, you got I the wrong accent. You're, you're trying to. No, no, I know. It's it. not American. Um, Do overtly terrible British. You're a little scary sometimes. Brilliant, but scary. Yes, you're pretty close. It's film. Is it Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ron says it. Yes. Yeah. Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little scary sometimes, Hermione. Brilliant, but scary. Oh, what one is it? It's the oh. second one. <clears throat> Third one? <clears throat> Fourth one? <clears throat> Fifth one? You're going the wrong way. <laughs> it's the first it's one. the first one. Is it? Yeah, Philosopher's Stone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I just, I just imagined him. I just, I hear it in my head with, and his voice is broken. But in the first one, they were all notoriously like squeaky. Eleven-year-olds. Like yeah, squeaky. Yeah. You're, you're really scary sometimes, Hermione. Brilliant, but scary. Yep. Yep. That's the one. Oh, I got one. <laughs> oh yay! I'm dead proud. Oh my god. The, the wrinkles in the grey matter. Oh my god, they're starting to come back. Just it's starting, starting to, to form. IQ improving by the second. I mean, you're you're up to four. <laughs> it's doubled since last oh time. Oh my god! Yes, it has doubled since last time, and I'm running on maybe twenty percent fuel. So like, that's good for me. I reckon by next week we can get you from Velcro straps to laces. Do you think? Mm. Okay. Yeah. That would be good because it's really embarrassing going to the office in Velcro shoes. I but feel like you clerks are getting a lot of money from me. <laughs> Them shoes ain't cheap, but the Velcro is. Mwah. <laughs> Chef's kiss. 
Imagine the advert, but instead of a well, kiss noise when he does the gesture, it goes like like a Velcro oh, no. noise. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, definitely not. Just really jarring for the senses. <laughs> Just a, an adventure for all of the senses and not in a good way. No. Oh, okay, cool. So that was, oh yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoyed that. That was I good. had a lot from that franchise to pick. <laughs> uh, yes. But I thought I'd go for the oldest to kind of blow the dust off yep. of that squeaky brain of yours. I had us looking in the wrong section. <laughs> there is something both familiar and infuriating about their journey through the teenage years. Yeah. Because you do, obviously at the time, obviously when it came out when we were... I checked it out months ago for a little light reading. <laughs> You'd just be like, shut up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> and that's coming from me. <laughs> shut up, you nerd. But obviously at the time when it came out, when, you know... When it first came out, when we were watching, it was a case of like, ha 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 ha, this like school. Yeah, apart from the fact that we did none of the fun. Le- so this is a thing as an adult with Harry Potter that I'm now, I'm now. Where was realizing- the underage drinking? No, 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 no. That's another thing because we've seen from the Marauders map that people get their end away in mm. Hogwarts because you know that there were the four legs mm. and they were. At me. But where are the central. normal lessons? Where's like English? And I suppose and stuff. they could just say it's not worthy for screen time. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, to be fair, we didn't see like Plus a whole eight hour day. Latin and no, they learned the made up language stuff. that they they learn how to pull a mandrake out of a tub. Yeah, and Neville loves that shit. But where's like, you know, studying language? That's a Muggle thing. Yeah, but. There's a difference between... I understand them not doing science and doing, like, potions instead, mm. but languages are... Well, Shakespeare don't quite read the same when you can make shit float with a magical stick. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, it's still like, developmental, isn't it? Like, maybe, anyway. Maybe that's, like, the American system where you where you choose a... Oh, what's the oh word? you choose, like, you choose an option. Yeah, yeah when you okay. go off and do, like, a separate thing. Which what do you want adds... to do? Herbology, English literature. Everywhere. It, uh, to be fair, that's probably why because no one chooses English literature, right? You, you know, that's it. That's, just educate them to a primary school level. And Professor then done. Inkquill just sat at their desk, just looking around at an empty room. Professor being... Inkquill. Yeah. You just... couldn't pull any other name <laughs> from the Harry Potter franchise. I was trying to keep Flitwick, it English. McGonagall. I was a fictional English teacher, so it'd be Inkquill because they uh, do a lot of yeah, writing. Okay. Mm. See. Yeah, your brain is your brain's wrinkly. working today. It's wrinkly, <laughs> wrinkly as hell. Boy. Oh, wrinkly boy. Yeah, so they're just sat there in an empty room like, no one subscribes to my classes. <laughs> no, but I'm still paid. <laughs> Ten years amazing. <laughs> Fifteen gallons a time. And they look out the window and see people flying around on a fucking broom. And all yeah. of a sudden, you know. Oh, God. I oh bet, that's why. I bet the English teacher is a squib as well. Oh. Oh, bless him. Oh. Oh no. Anyway, this isn't a Harry Potter <laughs> podcast. We're 20 minutes in and I got the quote, so I'm going to ride that high and You're move on to the next segment. Go straight into a poorly written plot. Oh my god, you did it. The segment of the podcast that you always fuck up. Yeah. There was definitely something on my hand because there is now hampered smudges all up in my book. <laughs> oh no. It might have been the, the stand you put on the wall, to be honest. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I've gone for a slightly different angle. How do you mean? Um, 
I, I think this is subconsciously being fed into the fact that we streamed Stray the other week. Right. So all the characters are cats. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, I uh, yes, that's great. But can we also maybe stream Stray again? Yes. Please soon. Yes. I, I need, need to see the end. And also, yeah, you do need to see the end. But so you can finish it in about five, maybe six hours. Mm-hmm. We've done two hours. The video will be up on the YouTube channel soon. But you need to finish it to because finish I want to see if you cry at the end it's cats so maybe maybe yeah (laughs) yeah because there's only there's a very few list of things that i will cry at cats war films war films war films get me yeah (laughs) see for me it's old people dying in films for me that's what gets me i know my my logic brain kicks in i'm like yeah it's your time oh my god you're heartless no they've had had a good run should be a celebration of life they've had a good run you don't know them. You don't know Jane or Susan. You know Susan. this. <laughs> I don't know any. I actually I know one Jane and one Susan. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, poorly written plot. Yeah, plus, I couldn't choose dogs because what are dogs? Pets, robots. Dogs are robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I've given them proper names though. Oh, real, real, real life names. Real names. Okay. Yeah, you don't want none of these stupid names that yeah. you give pets. So. Rachel McFluffers and Martin Mc- <laughs> and Martin Whiskins. I tried to hold it together. Okay, I'm going to need you to read the rest of the plot with a straight face. <laughs> but also, is it Back to the Future? All right. No. <laughs> Rachel McFluffers and Martin Whiskins. Oh my god! Are two adorable kitties that have been kept in a foster home, hopefully one day to be adopted and go and live their forever lives. Okay. Yeah. But this tale is not short or cute. Every week they had hopes of being adopted. But the weeks went by and humans came and went. Other kittens were adopted, but not them. As the weeks went on, the pair kind of just got used to the fact that this was the situation. And, you know, they're just going to live their lives, you know, pretending not to get upset. But... You know, it it bothered them. Rachel and Martin often met on a daily basis and hung out. Since there isn't much to do around the place, you know, they kind of just entertained themselves. They found a few cool spots to hang out, a couple of things to play around with. But, you know, it kind of was just helping pass the time. Whatever took their fancy on the day. I've got it. Oh. I think. Oh. (laughs) So soon. (laughs) Only in the first third. Martin starts to become restless as time goes on. Trying to figure a way of how to get outside. And, you know, go live independently. He doesn't need a human to come and adopt him. He's perfectly capable of living his own life. This makes Rachel a bit uneasy. And she starts to get worried about Martin getting hurt. Or, you know, anything that could possibly happen. One week, suddenly, Rachel is picked by a human. Amazing. She's so excited to finally be adopted, but is deeply saddened by the fact that Martin is going to be left behind. I don't got it. (laughs) (laughs) One short paragraph is enough to undo all of his mental workings. (laughs) For my entire life. (laughs) Later that day, however, Martin starts to feel unwell, and he's just convinced something isn't sitting right. He goes for a quick checkup, but, you know, all seems well. Or so Martin thinks. I like Martin. 
We all like Martin. He's a good egg. He's a good egg. <laughs> the owner has started to spy on Martin. And they start to pick up on a few things and notice that he's trying to break out. You know, he's trying to escape and they, they can't have that. However, as cats do, he manages to break free. He sees his opportunity and takes it. We're breaking free. Ooh. But takes Rachel along with him. Oh my God. Not Rachel from Friends. Rachel McFluffykins. <laughs> I tried. Upon their escape, Martin and Rachel soon find out from other cats in the neighbourhood that their adoption was no sweet affair, but rich humans, families that would breed cats and sell them to make money and profitise off of them. They never really cared. This both upsets and angers Rachel and Martin, now determined to return to their home, well, if you can call that, and free their brothers and sisters. Before they manage to work out a uh, plan, the impound officer catches them and chases them across neighbourhoods, trying to return them back home. The officer thinks he's helping to return them to safety, but doesn't know the full picture. After barely escaping and a few close calls, the two manage to head back and manage to prop the cat flap open and free the rest, just as the impound officer arrives, who sees finally the big picture of what's happening and decides to have a change of heart and help them set free. They then head off to go and live their lives free of their previous life. Okay. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really have I don't really have any ideas at this point. I can almost see something in my head, like I can almost see like a scene. What I originally thought it was was passengers. I've heard of this. You've seen it. Chris Pratt and what's her face? Oh, the, yeah. the, the thing where they go to sleep and then they wake up halfway yes. through. And they, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then realised very quickly that it was not passengers. So I'll give you a clue. The, the held captive thing is close to the actual... No, I know. No, I've got it. I've just, oh. I've literally just got it. Yep. Go on. It's the island. Yes. Yep. Literally just got it, right? <laughs> oh my god! Because I, I had to yeah. skip out the fact that they discovered their own clones. They discovered I was themselves. Like, if the cat breaks out and there's the exact same cat, it'd be like, ah, shit! This is the island. Oh, I'm sad you did the island actually, because I, I that's on my list of ones <laughs> I was to split do. Between two, oh, so I've logged the other one. Um, I've logged the other one to come back to, but a few fun facts that I didn't realize. Well, it's just one sort of fun fact because we know the main actors in it. Um, also forgot Steve Buscemi's in there, um, but it's a Steve Michael Buscemi. Bay. Yeah. Oh, he's the one they they take the outfit. He's the mechanic out of the, guy that helps yeah. him find the mop. And he's like, no, that's not outside clothes. It's the maid's outfit. This yeah, is yeah, this yeah. is mail he, order. He realizes that yeah. he's made friends, but he does, he feels bad for having to lie. But yeah, I didn't realize it was a Michael Bay film. So and there was only what two, maybe three explosions. No, I thought like there was more explosions than that. You know, at the end where they destroy the nuclear reactor and everything, and everything kind of just goes. No, because they set them free. They don't blow up the whole thing. Because I think there's a helicopter explosion. Yes. There's a car explosion. His clone gets shot. No, he's not clone gets shot. His clone gets. No. He, he gets is shot. the clone. Spoilers. 
Oh, come on. It's 2005. <laughs> 2005. Two- oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Ewan McGregor, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the chap's name, but it's the... The doctor. The uh, caretaker. What's yeah, his... Yeah, yeah, Sean Bean. Yeah. It is Sean Bean. Sean Bond. Uh, who was the other guy? Sean Bond. There's a couple of other people. Oh, this, it's a star-studded cast, actually. It was relatively traumatic yeah. as well. Like, watching it when I did. Digimon Hounsou? That guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that... Um... Oh, yeah, at the beginning where they... No, he was the one He was one of the ones that was trying to track him down. Hmm. Yeah, and there's a, there's a bunch of other sort of people dotted around because they were all playing um, the clones, Yeah. so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, do you want some bacon? <laughs> Sorry, you can't have bacon okay. today. You yeah. got too many sulfites in your urine this morning. There's no bacon for you. You just get the most. There's, there's a jarring thing, and the reason I picked that film oh my God, is here because... We go. Existential. No, because I saw on the news the other day that someone was saying, oh, we've managed to take, it wasn't stem cells, but they'd managed to do some sort of cell culture generation thing where they're like, oh, why can't we just grow organs? And my mind instantly went to, oh, shit, they do in the island. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they do in the island. But I think it was probably an area, you know, an area where, well, a time where there was less research into it but the whole premise of them having to clone people was because the agnates or the blob of organs yeah because that's what they advertised yeah because that's what they advertised that's what you see is the blob of organs that basically keeps a redundant copy of you Mm. for if you or they would do like a 23 and me and see that you've got a chance of having liver problems yeah exactly so So you have some backup kidneys Here's your insurance policy. Uh-huh. But how they say we needed to use clones is the agonates weren't, you weren't able to survive without the brain or mm. like the soul kind of controlling it. it. Yeah. But then you're like, I don't think that's right. I, feel I don't like think you that's could true. Do that. No, I don't think you I... can definitely synthetically. Yeah, you can simulate. I, I mean, those we, we can grow meat now in a lab. I feel like we we're not. We're not massively far away from using stem cells well, to there's, grow there's some kind of organ. There's an element of 3D printing human tissue. Yeah, yeah, because cool, they're so, starting to do that now, aren't they? Yeah, you, you just layer the tissue cultures in with essentially a printable version of agar jelly and it kind of just grows well, in Well, they between. did that in the fifth element, didn't they? Mm. They took her hand and then they grew her slice, slice, slice yeah. in the little UV machine. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Great film. But Great the, film. The bit that really sort of gets my brain is when they're like oh because of the cl- weird cloning process you start to adapt some of his memories and you know you start to get those things back and you think no mm. genetic memory i feel like genetic memory between generations is fine but not between yeah but that's, clones. Clones. that's a, but even then even that that's a, a a baseline function of breathing blinking moving it's instinct you know, yeah, yeah that's how like you know but uh, when to fly shortly after hatching out of an egg and exactly stuff like that. So I feel like there's there's an uh, there's an element of like gemet- genetic memory that could potentially you know become yeah, it's not classed as genetic memory, but there is but not remembering about, yeah. like if they've taken your DNA and they've built a whole clone, then its memory starts from the time it was cloned. You know, it doesn't the but cell your memories aren't even stored in DNA, are they? They're, no, they're, they're, they're fired neurons. It's an it's an it's a neural neural pathway, neural pathway in your head. Hmm. So to make those pathways, you have to have the same experiences, and in exactly the same way to make those pathways, experience the same things. Yeah, but because he had known nothing. Him getting flashbacks of the boat and stuff like that, 
kind of bollocks, I yeah. think. If there's any scientists there's the in the audience. Out. Yeah. If there's any scientists in the audience, please let me know. But um, if I've got that completely bollocks. But yeah, it's um, it's an interesting fit. The concept of it is great. And also the filming, because they filmed it in, I think they filmed it in like blue tones. Because if you watch it back, mm. it's all very like cold. Yeah. And bl- until they get out. And then well, you that's see, the idea that yeah. you're supposed to peer into this, this world of people thinking that they're going to win the lottery and go to a fancy island. Yeah. And oh, that's very clever. The, the dark reality is though. What that if that's what happen. the real lottery is? That's why people never announce when they win the lottery. Oh no, there was that one couple who won a couple of weeks ago. They won the Euro Millions jackpot, 183 million or something like that. Do you know what the first thing they did was? They bought a second hand Volvo. Absolute class. Amazing. My hero. Amazing. Literally. Keep it real. Keep it real. You know, plenty of time to spend 183 million. Mm-hmm. I think they even kept their jobs and everything. Like, just literally. You do you. Yeah. But then when you're talking about like a lottery win of like, oh my God, I'm going to go to paradise. It's like. The thing, uh, I don't know whether, again, it's, it's that conditioning aspect. But if someone was like, you get to go to paradise, you'd be like, awesome. Where is that? Where is paradise? Yeah. Just south of, just south of like. Indonesia or is it like. No, I was thinking just south of like Watford. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you find paradise south there's of no, Watford. There's a nice hotel there. I think I don't know. Yeah, no. But yeah, from a from a story concept perspective, the island is really, really good. I think it's I think it's well written. Mm. But you know, it does when you finish it. It doesn't like fill you with joy. I always finish. Well, they like, let the clones free, yeah. which actually creates more questions. Because imagine you're just sat there, and you know you're sorting your finances, you're having a bit of lunch, and you're like, "Oh, my organ uh, insurance policy came in today. I'm going to see if I can get twenty percent off." And you look out the window, and there's you going, "Help me!" Yeah. <laughs> can I go to the island now? <laughs> and you, and you've paid like a million quid. Yeah, but you wouldn't know because you you saw the little brown sack. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh my god, okay. And you're like, yeah, jelly bean me. Yeah, jelly bean me. Instead of 23 and me, it's jelly bean and me. (laughs) Oh my god. Ah, podcast name for this evening, jelly bean and me. Jelly bean and me. Well, yeah. It's either that or a space hopper full of organs. (laughs) Oh no. No, because that gives it away. Yeah. Whereas jelly bean and me is quite nondescript. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I worry that that is definitely an avenue that could become a thing yeah and this is this is you that's a really good segue into like where where is the line between like sci-fi and like how like real life because obviously if you take if you take some of the old star treks and some of the old actual sci-fi some of that technology has made its way into real life like the communicators Hmm. we have mobile phones that can do pretty much everything automatic sliding doors automatic sliding well yeah a bit of a stretch but like i know what you mean it's it's that kind of it's in the 60s or the you know 50s and 60s watching this stuff going the doors open by themselves what the hell yeah and And now you go to tesco and the door doesn't slide open you're like stupid robot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well the, even like self-checkout yeah you know like the amazon shop where you can go and just pick stuff up and it charges your amazon account automatically and just walk out hmm. you know we are we are as 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 a society obviously progressing towards a future state but like where is the line between because where is the line between what we want to happen and what will happen because you've got a lot of the sci-fi stories films tv shows that come out now are very dystopian it's not about 
making is not about a better future like it was with like it's Star about Trek. The danger of this it's is about what could happen. Take Elysium for example. Hmm. All of the rich people have sucked up all of the resources on this planet and moved to a space station. Literally happening. Right, <laughs> and this is the point I'm making. Where think, is do you think that's the thing then? Do you think narrative? of of possible outcomes is then used in popular media to then say you know this is the way we're going is but now in a very yeah. subversive manner or is the creativity of these writers these artists are they guiding society more than you think so if or is we this didn't the bigger conspiracy about the fact that all of that alien tech was discovered and then they made films to drip feed it into society if someone tells me the stargate's real i'm done You'd be mad I'm done. that they've I'm done. kept it secret this whole time. Mate, all I want is a Prometheus. All I want is I a little think, Prometheus. I don't think they'll give you one, though. But it's all I want. <laughs> that, to me, is winning the lottery. 183 million? No. Give me a Daedalus yeah, cast running... Battlecruiser. Yeah, but what's the running cost of a Daedalus? Oh, I don't know. They run on ZPMs. <laughs> I'm See, sorry. You're part of the throwaway culture, Matt. <laughs> no, they run on ZPMs. That's carbon neutral. There's no car- you literally, you're literally pulling energy from a self-contained portion of sub- subspace time. There is no carbon And then there. that little subspace creatures just sat there indoors watching no. telly and all of a sudden all these power goes out. There's no subspace creatures. This is that Rick and Morty episode where we're the battery, Matt. Oh, no. Don't. <laughs> because what? No. <laughs> Actually, I also want to upgrade my winnings. I don't want a Daedalus class warship. I want an Atlantis. Atlantis City. Uh, that's that's a stretch. I feel like it's a little bit too big. Start small, work your way up. goes wrong. Yeah, because it's like 10 million years old. Well, you know, right to repair act. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, I would like you to release the uh, repair documentation for a um, ancient city, please. Thank yeah. you. But is Hello, John Deere. I've got a puddle jumper. It's not quite a tractor, but can you please release the schematic so I can <laughs> fix my AC, you bastards? Yes, please. Yes, please. My my back door isn't closing. But you know, back back to the original question. It's how much of how much of what we see in media because there's been tons of films about like a famine, global warming has destroyed the planet, and we have to come up with a solution. How much well, of that is a form is, of propaganda? Then isn't it? Yeah, it's... but how how much of it is taken from what we're actually experiencing as humans versus what is written from the imagination, and we are now making true? I, I think one then feeds into the other. So I I think a lot of these things will because there's there's two angles of this. There's the ethics angle. Yeah. Of, you know, saying that, you know, the world's going to blow up and we've got to do da 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 da. So, someone who is directing multi billion pound films. Oh. No, not that scumbag. <laughs> we all thought he was the good guy, and it turns out he's a real douche canoe. Well, when did that happen? Was it when he had his child named me, 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 me? Or was it when he tried to buy no. Twitter? No, this was before the transition. It was when the Cybertruck thing yeah, okay. that was the turn yeah and it's like now i don't want a tesla no. i want an electric car just but i don't not. want a tesla no. i've also seen people they're falling apart yeah like that was the service and build quality thing like the guy the the finnish guy that blew up his car with like 300 pounds of dynamite or whatever it was oh god no because he was just can't. like fuck you elon musk i'm not paying to repair my car therefore i'm just gonna blow it up yeah, and it's the whole, and BMW started doing it now, where they're like, subscriptions, oh no, we don't have enough time to talk about the sub, the like life and subscription services at the moment. Like, yeah, We'll have to have a whole special on microtransactions and subscriptions. Oh, I think we should do that. Yeah. But I think we should get a guest in for that. Who? 
do we call up someone from B&W and be like, hot take? No, no, I feel like a guest from like our circle is like talking. Like I feel like we've got some very vocal people about that particular subject. Um, yeah. But going, going back to the, the ethics thing, is that then a case of someone saying, I am responsible for my... The, the, the fruits of my imagination being viewed by millions of people around the planet. Yeah. Therefore, do I take this opportunity to then do something with my time and say, this is what's going to happen if we continue this way yep. and then build the story and imagination into it and influence those people? Or is it a case of, well, shit, we're all going down the pan. I'm going to make a really good film that's going to scare the living shit out of everyone. Yeah, and I'm going to make enough money off this film so that I can be one of the people who goes up to the space station. Mm. Yeah, and it's... Capitalism sucks, man. Yeah. Like, legit... If you look at all of, and it's very weird, if you look at, because you've got, from a sci-fi perspective, and even to an extent from a fantasy perspective, and everything that's not based on truth Mm. in terms of now, money isn't really a thing. There's a socialism aspect of it. In the utopian Mm. image, in the the utopian methodology. Communism if it worked. Communism if it worked from an idea. So... like you know socialism communism you know taking away the whole capitalism kind of aspects but when you look at the dystopian Mm. future you are looking at people who are who have suffered on the wrong side of capitalism yeah really good example of this is um oh god what was that netflix netflix tv show about the people with the chips in the back back of their head we loved it er, when we were at the flat. You know the one I mean. Altered carbon. Altered carbon, and you you, you can live forever and buy a new body as long as you can afford it. As long as you can afford it. Yeah. And this is the dystopia that I'm kind of talking about. You can, like, oh, fast- that was it. Because if you went to prison, they'd just be like, "We're going to give you any old shit. We'll spin you up. Like your yeah. your entire being, your entire consciousness is in this disc that we can do whatever we want with, yeah. unless you're rich and you can pay your way around the system. You can just iCloud have, your soul. Yeah, iCloud your soul up to a satellite. Have the same body clone. So mm. when you get older, that's it. And then even films like Jupiter Ascending. If you're looking at the dystopia versus utopia, and you're looking at the rich versus poor segment, you've got these. You have this family in Jupiter Ascending who are like the rich of the rich. They mm. literally farm humans to create this substance that reverses the aging process. Mm. And it's all very much like the most valuable thing in this universe it's is time. Q10 moisturizer on the telly, mat. It's retinol. <laughs> it's retinol. Start using it immediately. It no, nope, all over your whole face. All over your whole face. Start using it now. I'm happy you're the wrong. Kane. You're the wrong side of 30. <laughs> you need to look after yourself. <laughs> Right. Thanks. Just buddy. saying that now. No, because I've been doing the same, and this wrinkle has got at least twenty five percent smaller since I started retinol. So mm. you still got a baby face at the moment, but you won't forever. I'm I'm just gonna age gracefully. Mm. I'm not gonna age disgracefully. One thing I will say, and this is advice to the whole audience: mm-hmm. get your some get your SPF on your face. Nah. Oh yeah, no, that's that nah. just makes sense. Yeah. Good. Yeah, anyway, can that any wrinkle stuff if you put it on your nuts where they go super shiny and smooth and stuff? No, but if you put it in your head, you get a brain like mine where it's super smooth. <gasps> that's what's happened. Yeah, that's what's happened. That's I've, the price you I've, pay, Matt. For, I've, for... I've absorbed the retinol into my brain and now it's smooth as a bum. Not my bum, because my bum's not smooth, <laughs> but <laughs> a bum. A, a generic smooth bum. A generic bottom. Close your eyes. Imagine. <laughs> a Imagine smooth a smooth bottom. bum and that is what is inside my skull. <laughs> Um, anyway, well, massive segue there. But yeah, you, you know what I mean? Between With that the... dystopian thing then, 
of you see, you know, the rich get richer, they live on forever, da 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 da. In a way, then the island creepily fits is as a realistic version of that. Yeah, exactly. This because is what if I'm you saying. can afford to, yep. you can. You live forever, or you extend your life. Well, it's, I don't think it, you can even boil it down to the fact that if you can afford to, you can do congestion mm. charge. Well, it yeah. doesn't reduce emissions. It just means that if you drive a great big whacking fucking three liter Land Rover, yep. you can afford to pay sixty quid to go into London. Yep. Parking fines, speeding tickets. Mm. It's all all ways that we make money in that kind of way are designed. Well, not designed purposefully but yeah. unintentionally they do single out people who can afford to do stuff and almost feel above the rules and regulations that we've got in place but then it's even pulling it back to the sci-fi thing where we're talking about ages and things like that you know there's there's articles around here there's articles in, in the news and everything at the moment that the first person to live to a thousand years old has been born already mm. so from a scientific perspective we're in our site our medical knowledge is is expanding exponentially to the point where we think that the first person to live to a thousand years old is alive right now. Yeah. And what is the bet that person that lives to a thousand years old has a self like net worth of over like a billion dollars? Yeah. What is the, what is the chance of you're, that? You're telling me hundred percent that, yeah, someone out there doing a hard day's work earning yeah. you know, slightly below average is going to live to a thousand. Only 35 grand a year. Are no, they going to live to a thousand? Because no, you no. can just churn those people out day in, day out. Yep. They'll, they'll continue. Oh, what was the quote? I, I, I wish I had written it down. Well, there was a quote was... in Belinda Blinked. Then Belinda Blinked is in like My Dad Wrote a Porno. And it's like quite apt here. It's like Belinda says, harness the ordinary people and you will rule the world. <laughs> No, but it is. It's. I, oh, it's, I'm gonna have to look it up later. But it's essentially along the lines of: if you took away the head of a company, everything yeah. would tick along just fine. If you yeah. took away the workers, the whole thing would fall apart. Yeah, but yeah, but the difference is, is you have to take away all of the workers. Mm. You can't just take away one worker. Oh no. Because you know, if you work for corporate America or corporate England or corporate global, you'll just get replaced. I love corporate life. You love corporate life. <laughs> oh, buy our merch. We haven't set it up yet, but no, <laughs> we will though. We will, yeah. Um, and you know, it's just kind of those kind of films where we're talking about the future, but like the near-term future. I'm not talking about like hmm. thousands of years in the future. Yeah, I'm talking well, fifty to a hundred years. The island um, is already based passed. in 2019. Yeah, it's already passed. And but when you when you look at films like that, it does. Like I leave, I watch the story and I leave feeling like, oh my god, that was that was a really good film. I really enjoyed it. But then I also think, shit, how close is this kind of thing? Yeah, you leave to the cinema and you're like, that was amazing. This is yeah. great. Yada yada. You get home, your head hits the pillow, you turn the lights off. Yeah, and it's like, oh, oh. shit, what? Where are we going? Yeah. Mm. And on that note, I think we've had enough existentialism for this evening. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your existential crisis after this. I mean, this. we can throw in a couple of extra ones for existentialism. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I've actually got nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I think we've... You can see your nose. <laughs> oh, don't do it. On that note, have fun seeing your nose, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's been fun. Um, watch out um, for your clones. If you see your clone... Watch out for your clones. I'm also sorting out... But don't stab it in the kidneys because you might need them. Don't do that. No, I'm sorting out social media and stuff soon. So there will be places to follow and how to get in touch with us and stuff. And we've got some good plans for specials coming up. So... um, Yes. Yes. Just bear with us. I feel like things are about to get good for the five of you that actually listen. Go and get good. Go and get good. Go and get good. Anyway, have a good week, guys. See you later. Adios. Bye, bye, bye. 
Why did I do that? Why did I do that? I do that at the end. I do that at the end. I do that at the end. You're the person recording.